Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we're saying, doing. Sound the ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I've reached, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on Holy Culture Radio. Wake up, wake up. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. <laughs> and it's your girl Dice Gamble checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. Yes, they need to go on and wake up. Wake up. It's uh, hump day. We're halfway through. Yeah, it's we're halfway day. through. It's almost over. I get pumped on hump day. I like hump day. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Come on I'm now. Telling you, we're halfway there. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful, Dice. Uh, that we get a chance to come on these airwaves one more time. Look at look at God. Mm. Won't, won't he do it, Dice? Huh? Won't he really? Really won't he? Huh? <laughs> I, listen, listen. We, we don't take it for granted. We we are blessed to even come on these airwaves. We get the opportunity to come on these airwaves each and every day mm-hmm. to just continue to motivate you guys. Uh, you know, educate you guys a little bit. Maybe give you some you know some some uh some some real conversations. Uh, hmm. listen and, and listen, introduce some of these artists to you with this music right. and these spiritual detoxes every day. We, we, we get excited for it because we, we this is ministry for Dice and I. Let's be very clear. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a two for one, you know what I'm saying? It's our occupation and our vocation. So it, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to do both. Um, so I just get excited because we got, we got another, another hot show, but I know Dice, come on, give them a quick fix real quick. Get something in their spirit real quick. Just some, some good, some good word this morning to motivate them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, my husband is really good at this. He said that his family always taught him when he needed wisdom to go to the book of Proverbs, which it's chalked full of wisdom. So if you feel like you are just not that smart or you need a word or you just feel like, man, maybe I'm thinking incorrectly, go to Proverbs. But there's a scripture we always quote and it's Proverbs three and five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding you know what i'm saying six in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path and king james version but i would encourage you to read the whole proverbs and three because this is a book about gaining longevity in life you know uh verse one my son do not forget my teachings but let your heart my commandments for they will add length to your days years and peace to your life 
Never let loving devotion or faithfulness leave you. Find them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will find favor and high regard in the sight of God and in the sight of man. And then you roll into verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and run from evil. This will bring healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. And y'all can continue to read this, but I'm telling you, like, if you just be washed in the word and you need to be refreshed, this is a great chapter to read. Like I said, it's Proverbs chapter three. And read the whole thing because it talks about wisdom. It talks about healing and all that, you know? So I don't know. It's just a good one, man. It's just really, really good. The whole, uh, the whole Proverbs. You ain't got to start chapter three. You can start chapter one and just get it in. So blessed is the Lord. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom. And so Proverbs is full of wisdom. So y'all be blessed and go and get up in that Proverbs. Read something. Get wise on this Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> you know, you know the thing I love about Proverbs. Proverbs and James. I like Proverbs and James for two reasons. Yeah. One reason, to your point, it's nothing but wisdom. But the other thing is accountability in it. So yes, once you read these scriptures, you gotta change a little bit. You might have to shake up some things. No, no, because Proverbs are making you look at yourself like, oh, oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good stuff. So yeah, thank you for sharing that quick fix for the people this morning, Dice. Listen, once again, you're tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. We have another hot show for you again today. Listen. These spiritual detoxes we're giving y'all, we need to charge y'all. I promise you they too good. Oh, my goodness. We we, we got uh, two exclusive spiritual detoxes again for you today. Uh, we're going to go to the Cali area, to our West Coast, and uh, have a great conversation with one of uh, the Hog Mob members, Dante from Hog Mob. Everybody know Hog Mob. Uh, it's a ministry that's seven. Um, has established and uh, over over the years has done great outreach community street ministry for a lot and he has a, a super dope team so we get a chance to sit down with uh, Dante from Hog Mob super talented artist producer uh, he has a new EP out right now um, and uh, yeah we're going to talk music we're going to talk about faith we're going to talk about street ministry so you definitely want to keep it locked for that and stop playing you know we're going down to Dade County chop it up have a little yeah. conversation with our sis Miami stop playing <laughs> it's always great to uh, chop it up with a uh, sis. Sis is authentic, yeah. and uh, yeah. I- I'm just grateful for um, you know artists like herself who have been on the other side of the music entertainment industry mm-hmm. and been able to see that you know, in spite of all that, that they could win on that side. God still mm-hmm. had a higher calling for them. So. Because a lot of a lot of the artists, athletes, entertainers, and, you know, uh, reality stars and everything, actors, they, yeah, listen, a lot of them, they don't come out of that darkness. And she, you listen, she's always transparent about, you know, it was a lot of dark, but there was some good things. And she learned what she needed to learn, but she knew God had called her to do something different. So, yes, she got new music out. Right. Uh, she got a chance to perform at uh, Trina's uh, first music festival in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm which is huge mm-hmm. because she was the only gospel hip-hop artist on the ticket. So come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk mm-hmm. about it all the time. And I know somebody, you know, what it's saying, saying whatever. No, no, we need to continue to be in these spaces too as well to evangelize. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. had, you know, her time where she, you know, was able to evangelize and preach her mm-hmm. word and share her music 
at a secular uh, event. So let's we're gonna talk about that and everything else she got dope coming up. So listen, keep yeah. it locked. You know how we do it. Listen, turn up. Let's get into mm-hmm. it. Brandon P. Scooty Wop on the way. We also got a uh, yeah. Let's get into it. New Lecrae on the way. Um, yeah. Listen, I ain't getting my sister out the rotation yet. Tiana Gunn is on the way. Ooh. Uh, Pastor Mike Jr. Yeah, we got a lot of music on the way today. Uh, we got a new uh, no big deal too as well. But right now, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and uh, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. One uh, K Few featuring Jonathan McReynolds. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's that time. It's time for our spiritual detox. Listen, we love this uh, opportunity. We get a chance to sit down with kingdom builders, movers and shakers, artists, athletes, entertainers, producers, entrepreneurs, any and everybody. Uh, and we give them opportunity to come on here and not only just share their fake journey, but just everything dope they uh, they do. So listen, I'm, this one is a, a special one today. I got one of the vets uh, in CHH on, and uh, let's be very clear. Um, he's a part of a, a street ministry that has been doing um, outreach community work for a long, long time. Uh, it's been set up by a brother who is super, super solid. When I say super solid, uh, he's lived that life. He, you know, He's a transformed street guy who, who went back to the inner city, went back to the streets, and made sure he was able to preach the gospel, not only through his artistry, but also uh, through everything he does. And listen, he he got a camp. He got a squad together, man, of some solid brothers who are helping him and doing their own powerful thing all at once. So listen, let me let me welcome in a super talented, like I say, he a vet in CHH right now. <laughs> the man himself, man, Dante, uh, representing Hog Mob. What's going on, brother? Man, Hog Mob, and that's about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate your time, man. Um, for those who may don't know, man, before we talk about your faith journey, tell the people what Hog Mob is, of course, who started it, and what you guys do. Yes, yeah, so um, Hog Mob is an acronym for Hooked on God Ministry Over Business. Um, it was uh, founded by the homie Seven. Uh, uh, Hog Mob is a, is a, I would say it's a, a urban outreach ministry um over the years over the years um seb has been laboring brothers like myself and zadok has been laboring um to just make it a ministry as a whole so although right now our primary target is uh the urban community and those in prison and dealing in um, recovery overall though we just we our, our main goal is to just spread the gospel as a whole and tap in with anybody that needs to needs the gospel and um from from a, a from a member standpoint we have dudes anywhere from uh dudes that have done life and uh sentenced to life in a pen at a home today uh to dudes that that own uh major corporations so like everybody in hog mob don't come from the culture um, it's orchestrated by a lot of people that are not even in the culture that don't come from it. You know what I mean? No, I do. And that's amazing. How, how, how was, so just how was seven able to assemble the, the different, uh, people within hog mob like that? Cause, uh, cause usually when it started like, like street ministry and more street driven, you don't get a lot of corporate people that want to even connect and build with that. So, you know, were you around when he kind of, you know, and you could speak to some of the dynamics of bringing, assembling, uh, a little bit of everybody 
Yeah, I've been I've been mobbing for almost uh, ten more years. Um, hog mob, in all actuality, hog mob may be the the NCHH. It might be the longest lasting uh, hip hop Christian hip hop ministry because it was there in the beginning when when everybody else was signed to record labels uh hog mob was a ministry so seven has toured the field and put in a, a ton of work um over time though over time um whenever you whenever you're doing kingdom building um if you stay the course god gonna send the help you know what i mean so um we got a lot of dudes that have supported um and that play a role today so sevens have been consistent at being real and uh he really love on he really love on individuals as a minister so like um seeing where we've grown through grown grown to and seeing all the pieces of the puzzle like i come from like as an individual i come from the culture um i gang banged i sold a lot of dope but when i gave my life to god i i started a job doing ship repair at five dollars and ten cents an hour i retired at uh 42 years old um at its highest highest level so i sat at the table with admirals captains exos in the military um uh owners and presidents of, of general dynamics and 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 major major uh companies being a, a real street dude that's that's done it you know what i mean so like there's a lot of us that come from the culture that come from the culture but actually um are very 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 sharp businessmen as well today so like um but we got a lot of men that, that just i mean they ain't did nothing they just seen the vision on um, the word of god say write it down make it plain so when you pass it off to somebody they could pick it up and run with it you know and um we got brothers um all over the country that support they see the vision they see the potential and they invest time talent and treasure into seeing it um, explode to where it's at today. That's big. That's major. And I'm, I'm glad they, they they understand the vision and they support it. Talk talk a little bit more, though, about street ministry. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, you have people in the church, uh, meaning the church building, and who's never lived or know about the culture. Talk about the dynamics of when you guys do the outreach and the different things in the community, in the inner city, on how you have to, like you say, build those relationships and show them love because it's different than just having you know church at a church and inviting people right. in compared to going into you know like I say maybe some impoverished neighborhoods maybe on the block with brothers who is still selling dope or selling weed or pills or whatever. Right. So talk about you know when you guys do have some type of community event that you guys do, what does that really look like for you guys? Like I know you guys say prayed up and everything, but talk about the elements of going in the, in the wild so so seven created this song called uh somebody lied to us it's, it's actually probably i ain't gonna say probably it is hog hog mob's uh biggest record and um on that record um he's telling bloods and crips that really everything that they lived everything they put their life on the line for uh, was a lie so 
going into these communities, delivering a message is very similar to uh, God instruct, instructing Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach the gospel. But Jonah decided to run off to Tarshik and, you know, he ended up uh, in the belly of, belly of the great fish, with, uh, great big fish and so on. I won't go into the details of it. But um, what happens is when you go into these communities, these communities are on edge. They're already overly protective. Um, there's tons of pride. So telling them what they're doing is whack and wrong, although they already know these things, um, it can create a bit of a challenge. You know what I mean? Um, however, we still go. We still go and um, it's a lot different than going to church. People come to church to be around people that say, when you go into the hoods and evangelize, you're trying to, you're going somewhere that, that uh, you're going into the devil's playground. You're going into, like the Lord said, uh, he called us to go into the ends of the earth. You're going onto the ends of the earth. It's different at the end, uh, towards the end of the earth. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's very trying soon. Um, but on top of that, more than anything, more than anything, I would say, um, when you do go, they respect authenticity more than anything. You know, um, do you come from the culture? Um, you can't go there and play more holy than thou. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say uh, they won't let you pray for them. They won't let you lay hands on them. But um, that's only going to go so far. It's only going to go so far. And it's, it's only went so far. And a lot of them won't come to church because they're so, so stuck in being authentic to where they come from. You know, so, yeah, it's a humongous difference from ministering inside a church and being sent out as an evangelist i guess that's the most evangelists they put in a position that get blood put on their hands you know what i mean like it's dirty outside so um yeah it's a huge difference from being inside the church listen dj focus you tapped into the fix right here on holy culture radio uh i got dante from hog mob on the line we're going to a quick break we're coming right back with more keep it locked you tuned into the fix you know the fix is in Yep, DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And, uh, yeah, I am still have the super talented, man, uh, OG, the vet, Dante on the line from Hog Mob. So let's talk about it, uh, Dante. So talk about your creative process. What does it look like for you when you go into the studio to create a track? Are you one um, that you, uh, you you write a bunch of rhymes down and you, you match beats up with them? Or you got to listen to beats first? Yeah, so, so I only write when I drive. So don't y'all forgive me for really and it right. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, is that I like your meditation time or is it like what it, why is it okay? Yeah, it is. I I mean I got I got um I have I own three three recovery resident homes that house like 70 people. So my I mean that that's just that. I got a full family at home, um tons of ministry that I handle within Hog Mob. And I own three other businesses. So time is an essence for me. But before I gave my life to God and I used to hustle, I used to travel a lot from Cali to different cities all over the country doing my thing. And I used to always listen to beats, listen to beats and freestyle. So now what I do is I listen to beats 
and I'll rough, I'll rough draft a, a, a 16. Then I, I'll go back over the 16 and over the course of a week, I'll probably doctor that 16 up or sometimes I get in a mood to where I write a whole song while I'm driving. And then I just go back and review the rough draft until I uh, clean it up, put punchlines in place, uh, throw metaphors in place, get creative with syllables. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's pretty much my my creative, uh, uh, how I create music. Um, now, I can't go in a studio and you play a beat and get into a vibe, but I don't feel like I produce. I won't I won't put it out that way because I, I feel like a rough draft always needs to be looked over before you press send. If you send in an email, don't write and, and send that email because you leave typos and you leave room for error. So I understand the culture is really on some man. I don't write. I just go in and freestyle. But um, for me, it's no different than going on the stage and, 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 and ministering a sermon. If you haven't practiced it, practiced it, if you just freestyling it, then you leave room for error. And once those errors are out there, you can't fix those mistakes. So it, I, I like to write proofread and then I may take like four lines, four lines of what I'm writing and make those four lines uh, real big to where I have. Now I got a verse with some all moments, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, my my process is a process. It takes a little bit longer than others. No, that's good. Listen, you got a you got a new EP out now. Uh, talk about the Trinity Volume Three, um, inspiration behind making it, and uh, why 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 now? Because I, I feel like this is kind of like timely. Yeah. So so these Trinity albums, um, I really created these Trinity these not albums but EPs. Um, to utilize my platform to put other people on so this trinity uh uh volume three i pretty much i wrote two of the cuts and um uh ob from uh uh critique fridays the rapzilla platform he um he was telling me about about greg so um i went i researched some of greg music greg come from the culture um and I've been looking for somebody to pour into um, that authentic. If you Google Greg, it's going to take you back to who Greg really is. If you Google me, it's going to take you back to who I really am. Right. I've been looking for something like that to pour into so that that way, if I ever leave a position I'm in, I don't leave a position uh, unfilled. So um, I had the I had two songs that I was playing with. And um, the one we just dropped, relate. I end up writing. I end up writing the rough draft uh, one morning. Then I hit bro, and I was like, "Hey, can you mess with this?" And he said, "I got it." Um, so then we continued to write. We wrote the three songs. Wrote the three songs out, completed them, and then uh, I invited them to my house to record. I got an in-home studio. I invited them out. We recorded them. Um, did a photo shoot that night. The next day, the next day, um, booked studio time for, for the visual. Um, visual shot by Rise. All the music was mixed by uh, View Beats, and we ran with it. That's big. Uh, speak a little bit to uh, discipleship, uh, mentorship, whatever you want to call it, because I think 
that's something that we need to see more out of the vets, some of the OGs and CHH being able to, like you said, uh, work with some of the up and coming artists and be able to pour into them and uh, just, you know, just give them some, you know, some some game on how they should do things. Why do you think that's not done enough? Like, I, I feel like, you know, I, I hear from you, but I don't hear like that. I don't hear it enough. You know what? I'm going to be honest, big bro. I just feel like um, I feel like the a lot of people are they look for opportunities, right? So I was raised I was raised before I before I learned who uh, learned God for myself and really built up studying it and, and and growing myself. I was raised in a church that um you couldn't touch nothing until you were prepared, right? So you would go into a lot of uh discipleship and me when I gave my life to God, I was real hard headed. So had I got the microphone prematurely, I probably would have damaged myself more than I helped myself, right? Um, however, however, I feel like your whole walk in God is designed around proper discipleship. Like the discipleship, um, the discipleship is probably the most important thing that could take place. So before I before I launched launch, I already had a big reputation and name within Southern California between San Diego and LA. But my music was very, very religious. I operated religiously, but I had taught I toyed enough field. I toyed enough field that uh reached seven. And I'm older than seven, but what seven did was he took the opportunity to pour into me and grow me for what it is that I do today. Yep. So I think discipleship is very important. And even before seven came around um, and I began to follow the vision that God had really laid out for me, um, I was already saved uh, 10, 11 years. So I wasn't, no, I didn't jump into this as a child. I was groomed before I ever uh, touched the platform or began to travel and do music and a lot of people they giving their life to God they being handed over a microphone and then next thing you know they're held accountable um, when they're still novice in the word and we're looking at them as artists looking at artists as if they're leaders and they're not they're really just they're just artists but unfortunately in this hip-hop thing when you're given the platform uh, the platform sometimes outweighs um, the individual. Do you think there's a disconnect between, uh, you know, somebody like yourself, like more of a seasoned vet compared to the up and coming to where you guys can't build those relationships to have these conversations and talk about more about discipleship and mentorship and kind of like, you know, give them a little bit more game? Do you feel like they receive you guys as vets or is it just a, a disconnect? I'm gonna be I'm I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a bit different than maybe a lot because my life my life is predicated and built around discipleship and discipling others. So I don't really have an issue when dealing with with the younger generation. One, I relate to them. That's that's big. I all the way way, way relate to them, and um, they view me they view me as a as an OG. So I don't have that problem and nor does seven. 
you know okay. but i do see i do see in the community um some don't want to hear from others you know but i travel a different lane i believe there's a lane i believe my music is is the music that hog my puts out and i can i can use myself as an example right because seven could write a worship song that'll go crazy in the church like he can he he's been able to fluctuate um but myself i feel like my music is too hard for the church and too church for the streets so i focus i focus on the individual that's standing in the crossway so i'm not rapping for uh uh your revival i'm not the artist you you want to call for your youth group um and then i'm i'm gonna i'll go in a nightclub and rock it but i'm probably not the dude you're gonna call for the nightclub you know what i mean but that dude that's wavering like a dude in a penitentiary that's like um i'm on i'm i'm, I'm, I'm on a gp yard i want to go special on a special needs yard but if i go on the special needs yard so i can get out the gp dudes on the gp yard gonna be upset with me I'm going to encourage him to make that decision that sits best for him and get his spirit right. You know what I mean? Where if a dude is wavering from right to left, that's the dude I speak to. And that's the dude I'm looking for. And um, a lot of our youth, they really undecided right now. Majority of them are undecided, but we don't know that they're undecided because we don't spend the time to communicate with them, you know? Um, we don't spend the time to, to conversate with them. A lot of us is just pointing a finger. A lot of us spend time in judgment. And then when they do come over, when they do come over, um, they, they reflect so much. The, their reflection is uh, still where they come from. So we, we're not given the opportunity to see potential and see the future and see the tomorrow in those individuals you know what i mean so i i feel like for me i'm a bit different because one i relate to them and two i get a ton of respect from them um where the next may where the next person may not you know no that's real what's that what's that one thing what, what would be your last words man before you go to heaven man what, what would be some words of encouragement that you would leave with the people that you would want them to know about Dante love love um, love protects you love supports um, love tell the truth um, love hurts like love 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 is what got me to where i'm at you know what i mean um one there is, there is no greater love than the love he displayed on the cross that's one but um i've been blessed to get to where i'm at today because i learned how to love on individuals and a lot of individuals have received me because they believe my love is genuine which it really is so if i could leave a stamp uh behind um, I would let that, that stem be love, but the true definition of love. You know what I mean? Absolutely. What's what's next for you? I know you just dropped the EP, but what's next? Are we looking to tour this summer or do some shows? You got collaborations 
that you already be yeah. a part of that you you know yeah so right now um i got um i got two more videos getting ready to drop off this ep with greg styles um and trinity trinity they're all three song eps so right now i'm on volume three um volume four is already ready it's i just need to put a date on it um uh no that's volume four volume four is ready and volume five i just i'm going to record the last song uh next week then once i finish that i'll be dropping uh more visuals i'll be record shoot more visuals and after i record shoot those visuals um i get it put out there get some dates put out there but really i'm i just plan to use these trinities to collab with dudes um I'm very versatile. I don't really feel like I got a style. If you listen to my music, it's like you can't lock me in. You can't go to YouTube and be like, I want a Dante style beat type beat. You just not going to find it. So, um, I mean, I, I got I got verses from uh, from uh, Will Kata, um Who else? Gang of dudes like G.O.M. dudes. I got a lot of work from so i'll probably drop a trinity drop a trinity with like kingdom music drop a trinity with like gom like just fellowship break bread with other other ministries and um see if i can get get what they do heard in the streets more you know because i'm outside i'm outside out this is probably the most attention i've gotten in the chh community since i've been in it other than what hog mob does collectively whether it's pray for my hood or one of those uh uh compilations we put out those always do very well and i know people know me within the community but my name is bigger in the penitentiaries and in the streets more than it is in chh so it'll give them a, a lot of brothers that's uh that has platforms that really want to be able to uh write music for the streets i can use these three song eps to take their music in places where they probably can't get their music in themselves that's good listen i appreciate you rocking with us man can you tell your people how to connect with you follow you on all your social media platforms as well as uh introduce your latest single yeah so at hog mob underscore dante that's h-o-g-m-o-b underscore d-o-n-t-a-e on all my platforms um if you're looking to learn more about the ministry go to hogmob.com um yeah, man, it, it 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 is what it is. If you're looking for me, I'm 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 an old head, man. So I'll be on IG more than I'll be on anything else. You you probably ain't gonna see me on TikTok, so don't look for me. Um, but other than that, man, uh this song is uh uh relate. Um yes, relate featuring Greg Styles, uh video shot by um um who is it? Uh what is it? Arise and then uh mix and mastered by the homeboy loose lyrics and uh view beats keep it locked you tune into the fix you know the fix is in yes sir dj focus you tap back into the fix right here on sirius xm channel 154 holy culture radio and listen it's time for our spiritual detox and listen uh you know i get excited when uh you know i get a chance to sit down with movers and shakers especially uh when i can sit down with queens who are uh making big moves uh, for the kingdom of God. And uh, I'm excited. This is my second time from really sitting down with my sis getting a chance to interview with her. And she's uh, she's doing something different. Uh, we talk about it all the time on the show. Uh, you have to be in different spaces, being able to spread the gospel 
um, amongst uh, a little bit of everybody. And I think she's doing it. And uh, she's here to talk about it, plus talk about music, talk about everything she got going on. So listen, without further ado, Miss Pray and Slay herself, Miami. Oh. What's going on, sis? Oh, Miss Pray and Slay herself. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> all is well. All is well. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing that thing, Miss Pray and Slay. Um, you've been you've been rapping for a minute now. You know, um, I, I first want to ask. You know, I know we've coming off the back end of it, but what has this pandemic taught you? Um, pandemic has taught me a lot when it comes to just um being a woman who's going out the things despite what the economy tells her what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, being single, um, doing everything on my own, not having no help behind me. Um, it really has allowed me to depend on God solely, fully, in a thousand percent. I mean, I think that's the main thing that I have experienced in the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic and coming across it right now is I, I, I solely like miss face soldier. Like I, I live that, breathe that. And um, I just depend on him so much because that's all I really have, honestly. So my faith has, you feel me? Right. Yeah. To a, to a whole nother level. Thousand. But but walk us through that though, because I don't, I don't think they understand w w the grind that you've been putting it in. Like you really been putting in the grind, putting in the work. Like you say, you don't really have a, a structured team all the way around you in all the positions. So walk us through just a day-to-day -day what it looks like to be Miami. A day to day, what it looks like to be Miami. For first of all, I still work. I still, I'm not like a, a artist who has the luxury because I think it's a blessing to be able to be an artist, and that's all you focus on. It's just artistry. Like if, some days I'll be like, okay, Lord, I'm ready to live like that. You know what I mean? Like to be to wake up and fully commit all of my time to artistry, to writing, to studio, to just artistry. I, I'm not there yet. I still work. Like I have. I have contracts I have to deal with. I'm an entrepreneur, like I'm a realtor, I'm an HIV advocate. Like I have to get things done. And if I don't get things done, it ain't no music. It ain't no roof over my head. It ain't no phone to talk to you right here. No, it ain't no Wi-Fi. It ain't none of that to do nothing. So, you know, like knowing that I still have to work, knowing that I still have to make sure I come home and get back focused to music, making sure I juggle everything on my own because I, I really am. And I know some people may think like, there's no way I really do like, you know what I mean? So, and that's probably the entrepreneur part of me um, that's able to juggle a lot. But yeah, like the day and day is me waking up. I go to work and I, I'm thinking about music all day. You know what I mean? And thinking about my next step and um, pulling inspiration from all over the place. You know what I mean? And coming home, what's going to be the plan for tomorrow? Like that's my day to day. You know what I mean? Of course, you know, I eat and all that too. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I still work. So sometimes my mind is focused on work. So, and I do my best to try to get it all done regardless. No, that's real. I heard you say, you know, you're an HIV uh, advocate. Could you give us the backstory of uh, how you got involved in that? Well, the HIV advocacy um, pulls from my, losing my mom and my twin brothers to HIV complications. So um, real quick, real brief, they can find this all over my stuff. It's, it's everywhere. Uh, you know, being, I was born first before my brothers were born first. And after my mom broke up with my dad, she moved on. She fell in love. She got it with my, my, um, my twin brother's dad. She got pregnant, had my brothers, didn't know that guy was the one that gave her HIV. They got sick a couple of years later and come to find out we all got tested and them three had a positive test. 
and not me. And that's when she realized it was their dad and not, and not my dad. So, uh, and from there, just seeing her live through that, seeing my brothers go through that, seeing them go through the hospital, seeing them um, die, pass away. Uh, die is a big word, but, you know, pass away, like, age five, age nine, and then seeing my mom pass away at the height when I was at Flavor of Love, like, I, I think in, in my early 20s, you know what I mean? And, um... It took time for me to even come out and say that because people were so judgmental. Um, I don't think everybody was ready to hear me come out and say, yeah, I live in the house with my mom and my brothers and they got HIV. Like, you know what I mean? Like people were still ignorant. And I always tell people like that root of my family makes me have that same passion for Christians who are not accepted mm. because it's rooted in that, you know, it's rooted in me representing for those who feel like they don't fit in who feel like they get judged all the time who feel like all of this stuff like it's rooted in my family so um I recently just said the other day I'm like when I hear somebody say you're not good enough to be a Christian you're not this enough to be a Christian I hear them say your family not this your family ain't your family ain't normal you know what I mean I I you know like so that's where really my passion comes from so now I'm putting everything together I realize why God has placed me um in a family like that where I had to be all alone you know what I mean when I had to deal with death when I had to deal with loss when I had to keep going you know what I mean like despite what was around me you know um so yeah so everything kind of goes together but that's my history beside behind HIV advocacy and I do it today I work with the CDC I work with local organizations I help them get their voice out um rather it be behind the camera in front of the camera um, text or events like whatever it takes to get the message out that HIV is still here but do your best to prevent it because my mom and my brothers couldn't, couldn't have the luxury to do so so listen I thank you for sharing that and uh, definitely my condolences to you and your family no um, you know you know it's, it's funny because you know when you hear you talk you know you, you're so strong you just you just feel like you're the rock of the family but <laughs> I, I feel like you have to have moments to like you know, you break down or, you know, are there some things you do for your mental health or just your peace or just your sanity? Like, you know, what does that look like for you for like your therapy or your release? My therapy and my release, like my friends can honestly tell you if I put them on the chat right now and I put them all on the same call, they can vouch to say the same thing. I will cut off the world. Um, and this is a coping mechanism I had since I was little mm. um, that I, I isolate. And now that I'm older and have faith in God and I have God in my life, I isolate and I talk to God. Like sometimes some people just don't understand me. And that's within my friendship circles. That's within my family. And I have to get silent. I have to get, because I know he's all powerful. He can speak to me. And I know some people are like, oh, you know, well, you still got to, I know we still got to ha have somebody to talk to. But honestly, God is that powerful that, that he can ease me in the midst of something that I'm going through. So sometimes I have to cut off the world. Sometimes I do simple things. I'll go to the beach. I'll go, you know, favorite restaurants. I'll go do whatever I think that makes me happy. Um, but I isolate a lot. And uh, that's my that's my super strength. Like, that's my thing. You know what I mean? And it helps me. And when I come out of my isolation, whether it be three days, five days, seven days, 14 days, whatever it is, I come back stronger than ever because I spent that time with not only myself and my thoughts, but with God pointing into me, like for real, for real. And I've been doing that for years. This ain't just because I'm an artist now. I've been doing this for years. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, as a Christian, 
And I always tell people like, this artistry thing is new to me, but I've always been a Christian. I've been a woman of God for a long time. You know what I mean? And there's been phases in my life. So the things I've been doing before this artistry thing, I'm doing it and I'm just heightening it up and growing within it. You know what I mean? So. That's good. Do you think the journey was necessary? If you could do it over, do you think everything you went through, um, you know, acting reality, TV shows and everything as a being a believer, do you think everything was necessary, the journey? God don't use nothing just to use it. He ain't placed me on these journeys just to place me just for fun, just for whatever. Everything has worked out the way it's supposed to. Some days I sit back and I think and everything is adding up to me. You know what I mean? Like everything is adding up to why I'm here today. Um, from the TV, from the college I went to, from the city I'm in, from my high school, from everything, from my family, from me finding out at a young age that my family was different from everybody else. You know what I mean? So it has been since day one, me being born on a Sunday. My name is Angela being my name means messenger of God. Like everything has been added up. And I'm not, and now I'm taking more like, uh, how do you say it? More inventory of everything and making sure everything does add up and make sense. Cause some days I'd be like, what in the world is going to like, why me, why my life? You know what I mean? But then I have to sit back and say, nah, God allowed this, that, and that, and third for a reason. Mm. This, 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 this your pal, this you. Mm. Be okay with that. And I have to say, you know what, Lord, you right. Cause ain't nobody like me. Cause nobody has, live that journey that I have lived. So I have to embrace that and be okay with my journey and who he has created me to be. And that's really it. Was it hard for you at first? Um, once you got the revelation of where God wanted to transition and move you to, but you <laughs> to submit to that and walk in that. I mean, what you know, in artistry or just with your artistry and everything yeah. you do? Like, let me tell you, like, you know, my, my first single came out, uh, June 2000, 2020, I'm about to say a whole 2021, but 21. So, Pray and Slay came out June 21, 2021. All that came out a couple of months later before the end of the year of 21. Last year was my first year of living a full life of artistry from January 1st to December 31st. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here honestly and sit in front of you and say, oh yeah, like my mind like yeah i'm an artist whatever like i'm still trying to get in a comfortable space of walking in that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i'm literally just going release by release and some days i say nah god there ain't no way like you sure you really want me to do this like because it's, it's not being received as i thought it would be within my own community this has forced me to go out in other communities because I ain't being received in Christian hip hop. You feel me? And that's cool. You know what I mean? I have realized maybe I'm not a Christian hip hop artist. Maybe I'm just a gospel rap artist. Maybe I'm just a Jesus praiser. Maybe I'm just a girl who loves God who don't mind rapping about him. You feel me? And if my own don't care, that's cool. And I gotta go where I gotta go. But I know up to this point that all of this ain't for nothing. Ain't no way I'm gonna be able to just make a song, go in the studio and record a song and people vibe with it. It's just no way. Like, I have to somehow get out of my doubt and my fear of asking God all the time about, Lord, you sure? Because he has showed me last year. Like I said, my first full year of being a, a, a artist, January to December, so many things has happened last year in my first full year. You know what I mean? 
from getting on Erica Campbell radio show. Like a new artist doing it. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Getting on 85 South podcast, the first gospel person to do that. Like, like, what is that? You feel me? Being a, a, a getting on a non-Christian situation and realizing, dang, maybe this is one of my ways. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I still want to entertain my people. You know what I mean? I still want to entertain church. I still, that's always going to be a passion of mine. That's why I entered, I thought. But God has revealed to me every step of the way with every rejection, every push away, pushing me away and stuff like that. It has revealed to me, like my regular life, it's all going to get used in some type of way, fashion or form. So I'm just going step by step and I don't have a music background. Think like I never had a music background. I never thought I'd be an artist. I, I was never young, hoping to be an artist and doing poetry and I, I never had that. It just happened to happen where I just saw something that I wanted to listen to and made it. That's good. I listen, hear it. So, <laughs> listen, D, DJ Focus, uh, you tuned into the fix. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with Miami. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, you tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Still got the uh, super talented Miami on the line with me. So, sis, you was talking about it. I I, I, I got to bring it back up. So, okay, you, you, you feel like uh, you haven't been accepted by the church? Do you feel Do you feel that way because you know maybe your ministry is not for specifically for church people? It's more for you know the, the inner city, the community, the streets. No, like I I, I my last my last single that's out right now is called Women to God, like. I thought when I made this music, I was making music honestly for Christians like me, believers like me, um, who have a relationship with God and their focus is their relationship, no religious stuff, no, you know what I mean? Like none of that, like, that's what I thought I was making music for. I didn't think that some real Christians and some church people just was like, nah, like, nah, we don't wanna, like what? Like my lyrics is straight, like all God, you know what I mean? But because I come off a certain way, because I look a certain way, I don't blend in with the normal Christian hip hop girl that has has been established. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Again, that's why I came out because I didn't see myself in the music. So Mm. I wanted to represent for women like myself. And I felt like I didn't relate to a lot of, of, of women in Christian hip hop to the highest level. And that's okay. We all are different. We all have different fingerprints for a reason. You know what I mean? So... But I just felt like now, because I'm being pushed out, being the, I feel it, I'm not crazy, I feel it, that I'm being that I'm being pushed away, not being accepted the way I'm supposed to be accepted within my own community. I feel like I'm, it's discovering, I'm discovering that maybe possibly, I ain't supposed to make no music for them. Mm. So they're actually helping me discover my purpose within gospel music <laughs> you know what I mean so even that has helped me realize my position and what where I'm at right now like and right now that's what this new year is about it's me sitting trying to trying to figure out not take too much time but really trying to figure out who I'm about to start making music for you know what I mean because I honestly thought it would be amongst those you know what I mean yeah but it's no. not so it's showing that the streets do need me mm-hmm. um I can relate to them you know what I mean? I am them. Um, and I can at least 
point them to God and have them remember God and have them feel like they could be loved by God. Like, and maybe I am the communicator for that or not. You know what I mean? But I'm going to try now that I see that I ain't for the people sitting in the front row of the church all the time. And that's okay too. Right. So I'm just honestly like right now, starting this new year, I'm really just trying to discover who I am and who my audience is. Um, and getting a reality of what it is and what, what it ain't right now in this season and being okay with that. Mm. Um, and just going after who God need me to go after, honestly. So I wonder how many of those, uh, young ladies or women who, uh, you know, gave you negative feedback or negative energy support that, uh, church girl song by Beyonce. Uh, it's funny because we, we talked about, you know, we need more songs like what you put out women of God in this space. You put a song out like that and you said, you, you feel like you got negative uh, feedback from it so it's just it's just it's sad i don't know i, I, I yeah you know what it is it's not that i have negative feedback and i have to still have to pull back myself and say angie like you knew you know what i mean you can't come in here expect expecting people to 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 jump on everything that you're doing because honestly it's not even about the number of people it's about the souls like i made music for souls i don't even make music for bots i don't pay for streams i don't pay for nothing like i make music for people who got a bubble in stuff real That's people yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really my focus. So sometimes I have to pull myself out of the middle of that and be like, hold up, who do you think you is too? Because maybe you're supposed to make music for those three people or these 10 or these 100 or these, you know what I mean? And not be so focused. But I can say what I have noticed, which is which is very weird in a space, is that when I make my music, I don't really get like the feedback when I, you know, how can I say it? When I make my music and my lyrics are my lyrics, um, I don't get really the support like that from again the regular spaces non-christian spaces they 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 cool with it they they are accepting that they're getting familiar with it because they had no clue what christian hip-hop was at all you know what i mean um but it's strange because in a space they don't really support the music like that but when i go out in the streets they'll support that <laughs> so i be like y'all are rapping rave when I go out and mingle with the with the world they call the world, uh-huh. y'all support that to the fullest. But when I just see you and talk about God only, y'all ain't really about that. So what is that about? Like I'm, I'm trying to discover what that is because status. They, what? They, they, we, we 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 chase status, I, and I hate to say it, but we toxic ass Christians. We take we no. chase static. I mean status. So it's like no. when we see you around somebody, you around that celebrity. Oh yeah, we giving we giving you likes, we giving you hearts all day, all day, all day, all day. But like you say, you, you get on your live and you got a positive word to encourage a young lady who might be challenging and going through something. You don't get nothing. So yeah, we toxic. We toxic. Yeah, Christians. and then real quick before you move on, that don't make sense because now let's pull up Beyonce. So if I was to get in front of Beyonce, oh you, a, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm not understanding because if that's the case, why are we still judging those people that you just see here heart eyes all over? Why are we still judging people like that? Why are we still judging people who's listened to those people since y'all seen here commending them all day and all night? So I'm, I'm, I'm that part. I'm, I'm new. Yeah. I always say I'm still new in this little space and I'm still trying to figure it out. But it's helping me really narrow down what I'm here for, and I, and I think that's really my focus right now. Is trying to focus on while I'm here picking up little things and <laughs> jotting them down, keeping them noted in the back of my head and keeping it moving. You know what I mean? Again, I was in regular entertainment before. Right. I never thought 
that industry of that side of entertainment and regular industry, entertainment is in this as well. Oh, it's so, here. It's here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How would you how would you best describe let's, let's have some fun now we can talk about some music how would okay. you best how would you best describe your music style <sighs> oh this is such a good question <laughs> i would i would best describe my music as again it is gospel jesus loving hip-hop thuggish ruggish but at the same time still polished enough to know that I'm a Christian too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think my music is fun. It, it, and it's unisex. And I like that too. I like that the guys, because I, of course, I want to focus on my ladies. And I love the ladies. The ladies love me. You know what I mean? The ones who call for, for my ministry. But I also want to make sure my message is out unisex to guys too, because they have daughters, they have moms, they have grandmothers. You know what I mean? They have aunts. So, and then, then themselves. So, um, I just want my music to still be fun, impactful, uh, authority, you know, mm. not being so like this as a Christian. We got to stand up and be like, hello. You know what I mean? So that's my music. It's full of authority, uh, full of God's power. Knowing it ain't my power is because I'm weak. It's his power. So, um, yeah, just full of power and authority. You know what I mean? And being grateful. How do you see your sound evolving in the next couple of years? Like, I know, you, you know, you're kind of new into this, but, you know, next couple of years, what do you see uh, yourself at? This is what I've been thinking about, man. Like I said, last year was a big aha for me. Like, at the end of the year, I really was like, I can't believe I just did this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe from January 1st, 2022 to December 22, this has happened in my life. Like, I, I'm still in disbelief and it's March. Um, basically March. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find my sound. I know it's going to get better. I know, um, I don't want to give up too much stuff, but it's going to shape and form the way it needs to shape and form. Um, I just think it's going to get better and I'm going to just have my position in, in, in gospel hip hop, gospel rap, Christian hip hop, whatever you want to call it, just in a gospel space. But no, I'm just I'm just working. So I'm just trying to establish who I am, period, as an artist. That's number one. So um as it evolves, it evolves. That's good. So yeah. let's talk about it. You uh you recently had a chance to perform at Trina's Music Festival. Come on, talk about the impact uh, of that. Um I'm pretty <laughs> sure you probably grew up, you know, liking listening to Trina music. So I know that was, you know, like was Listen. that like a surreal moment for you to kind of meet her? Or was that even your first time meeting her? Have you already had a connection with her or something? Yeah, I already I already met Trina. Um okay. again, growing up in Miami, like we didn't have people outside looking in of Miami, we already know that's all you know about is Trina and Trick. Maybe Rick yeah. Ross. Yeah. Um, now, of course, the City Girls have came up. So it's not that many people representing Miami. So as a young girl, as a as a young woman at the time, Trina was everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was good to see somebody out and about that sound like you, that mimics you, that understands the type of lifestyle, how you think, and stuff like that. Um, back then or whatever. But being there, I looked up to her again. I my only testimony are my friends. And everybody know when I was in college, when I was out of college, when I was on TV, like Trina was everything. That was that's that's my music to get dressed up to. You know what I mean? So to be able to have her not only have me there, but to support what I'm doing, to know that she also sees a positive thing in this and and hopefully who knows, may have her get closer to talk to God and may have her pray to God even more. You know what I mean? Cause she believes. 
You know what I mean? It may not be to the level that everybody else may not agree, but my job ain't to shame her into that. My job is to let her see in people who know her and listen to her, let them see that God is there. God will be there with you just as he was with me. You know what I mean? He's still here with me. And he's still, whenever he's ready for you to go left, right, up, down, he'll tell you. You know what I mean? But just never leave him. You know what I mean? So I think doing stuff like that and just being a part of her thing for the city, I think you don't understand. Like Miami, we are very, we very proud people. We very like, <laughs> you know, yeah. so being a part of her first music festival, like, it's dope. Like, it's. It's amazing, and to be the only person there representing God was was another amazing thing. So I'm appreciative of it, and I'm happy God has allowed me to enter those spaces easy. Um, there's no wall to break down. The wall is already down, and to have the access to at least be present and just show up and have that be enough just the beginning without preaching down somebody's throat, just being there and showing up, trust me, it's enough. You know what I mean? Um, and if they're ready to talk about something more, I'm always there and I'm always ready. You know, so, but yeah, it's 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 an honor. Um, being a Miami girl, named Miami, born and raised in Miami with somebody like her who represents Miami. Uh, it, it, it was just a dope experience, so. That's what's up. Yeah. What, what's, um, what's one misconception um, that you could share with the people of just working in the industry, just... You, just from your experience like what's what's that one misconception you can say you know because you kind of been around a little bit of everybody yeah uh, entertainers athletes artists whoever but what's that one misconception you can kind of like debunk that you know maybe people didn't know about me or just about and, and just it, the, it really the industry like you know by you being like i say you've been able to touch so many different people and be around so many different people you know you know the media and everybody always chatters this or says that but you right there in it you right there yeah. you know kind of witness it you know what what would we have one thing you kind of shared like nah that ain't true yeah i think people don't realize that everybody has a persona um everybody has private lives that they don't put out in front of everybody you know what mm -hmm. i mean like people are still people man despite who they are despite uh -huh. what type of industry they in despite even the stuff that come out of their mouth sometimes we don't know why some things still come out. We we haven't that ain't that ain't for me to know. But my my thing is I do know is that people when them cameras cut off, people are still people. There's still souls in those bodies. There's, there's still spirits in those bodies. And God still has plans for those people despite them not looking or feeling or coming off the way somebody may want to receive them. But people are still just regular people behind closed doors. You know what I mean? And I think that's one of the main things I've realized over the years, like yeah, I may get a little starstruck like with Erica Campbell and Trina still, you know. But at the end of the day, I know they're still people. You know what I mean? Um, and they have struggles too. They need God too. They not far removed that they don't need them, um, that they can't pray to them. You know what I mean? But I really think that's it. And, and I'll tie back to me. Like, I think um, in this space, you know, being single is... is <laughs> It's not a great thing in this space. You can't. You could barely do too much being single in this space. So I think having single people come into ministry is not a bad thing. And I think people just need to delete that and allow God's talent to get through in word and in presence to get through. Besides having it layered, you know what I mean. So um, that's the two sides that I've noticed from just regular entertainment and being in this industry right here. 
So what's next? I mean, you just dropped, you know, uh, your last single, Woman of God, but can we expect a full project, a mixtape this year? <laughs> All I'm going to say is that uh, when some new stuff come, I'm, I'm going to reach out to you, let you know what's, what's happening. Okay. Um, I think right now my focus is just trying to be more consistent. Um, again, uh, finalizing my sound, what else I'm going to say, what else I can say, discovering this new space of being able to talk to outside of church and um you know just keep doing my thing and showing out for him and that's really my my focus right my focus is just keeping my eyes on the word of him um and seeing how i can relate that in my music i don't want to just talk about the sky a book bag and a shoe as a christian hip-hop artist i want to focus on the message you know so and I think again, trying to keep in mind I'm a new artist, trying to keep in mind how I'm gonna write that. Like that's my focus right now. So, and resubmitting my 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 stuff that I've already done. Um, focusing on my releases that I already done, and trying to find my audience and stuff like that. So, that's really the focus. It's not, it's not really about what's next for me. It's just about staying consistent, not giving up. This ain't easy. This is not easy, but it's easier with him. But this ain't this ain't an easy call to just keep going and just project project every week like I'm NBA Young Boy. Like I ain't gonna lie, like <laughs> you know this this, this 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 not that easy. You know what I mean? When you're doing everything on your own, when you're real independent, like really independent, not just in music in life. You know what I mean? So this walk ain't easy. I'm trying to stay focused, man. I'm trying not to give up. I'm trying not to let fear and doubt get over me. I'm trying to push past all limitations that people have already set for me um and the world has set for me and just doing what god has already told me to do and that's for me to stand up shout about him in a way that he designed me to do it um and staying true to that so not blending in standing out that's really it enough said listen uh tell the people how they can connect with you follow you on all your social media platforms as well as uh introduce your latest single uh, latest single right now is Women of God. Women of God, you know what I mean? Um, we come in all types, all t- different type of flavors, everything. So we're not just a cookie cutter type of woman. Um, that's what my Women of God uh, song is out right now about. Uh, you can find me everywhere, Miami, N-Y-A-M-M-E. Two M's, two E's. Some people forget an M or E. Uh, but yeah, I'm everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter, child, everywhere. So, and of course, on every music streaming platform right now. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And uh, once again, we uh, definitely appreciate y'all waking up with us and rocking mm-hmm. with us. But uh, mm-hmm. these these spiritual detox conversation dice, I, I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I mean, I, I love the fact that you know, all the the artists, athletes, entertainers, producers, entrepreneurs, any and everybody who comes on that we get a chance to talk with, I really feel like they feel like they're at home. Like they just having a great conversation. I, I really mm-hmm. feel like they're they they just really transparent about their walk and how they mm-hmm. see scripture and their struggles mm-hmm. and their shortcomings. And and mm-hmm. I love Dante, Dante from Hog Mob. Um he shared he shared so much light on street ministry and just the dynamics of street ministry. Street ministry is different. It's it's, it's not like uh, going to church and people coming into the church. Most people that come to church, absolutely, you get people that come off the you know from the from the streets uh, that come off mm-hmm. the church. But a lot of people are somewhat together compared to 
you being able to walk the streets and uh, for all my OGs out there, remember giving out the tracks. You know, you would walk mm-hmm. the streets, you would give out the, the prayer tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would give out the yeah. prayer tracks. That's yeah. different because you're walking through neighborhoods and communities where, you know, maybe somebody is struggling, you know, with some form of drug addiction and maybe high, high out they mind right then and right there. And uh, right. you're walking up to them right there trying to introduce them to Jesus and they might not be in their right state of mind or, you know, call it what you want to call it. But, you know, you have people that, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, do things they shouldn't be doing and move uh, pharmaceuticals that they shouldn't be moving. And you walking up to them and, you know, they might think you the police or somebody, you know, it, that's going to harm them in danger when they're out there thinking they're doing the right thing by feeding their families mm-hmm. uh, doing that mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, you have to be able to be relatable. I love that Dante said yeah. you have to be relatable. You have right. to, you can't be so judge, judgmental off the top mm-hmm. because a lot mm-hmm. of people, uh, if you're too judgmental, uh, that'll hurt too as well because uh, they won't uh, even allow for you to uh, be able to even talk to them. They're, they're like, no, nah, you know, they, they recognize when, when somebody's just coming and judging them off the top and, and what that looks like. So, I loved, I loved him. He broke that down on, you know, you have to have, show them grace. Mm-hmm. You have to build mm-hmm. relationships with them. He's like, they had to go around three, four, five, six times before certain people really like opened up and talked to them about different things and told them why they don't want to go to church and why, you know, why their faith is not to where it should be because mm-hmm. of X, Y, and Z. So I just love that whole dynamic of just understanding street ministry, understanding that we need to continue to be a part of the community and just know each other. That's the other thing mm-hmm. too as well. I was telling my wife, I was like, I'm so grateful. Um, I would say the first, maybe it was about three years that when we, when we bought the uh, current home that we live in, um, we didn't know anybody in the neighborhood. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of like uh, the few little parents that we, we knew from my daughter's school because my daughter was playing mm-hmm. sports. But mm-hmm. we was like, do, I, do we even know the lady that lived two houses down from us across the street? Uh, mm-hmm. Do we know that? You know, and that bothered us. And we started introducing ourselves. So, like, when we would ride down the street and, you know, everybody at least like in a 10 uh, house radius, we would stop. We introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. We say, hey, we just, you know, such and such is how you doing? Yeah, yeah we live right yeah. there, you know, five, 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 you know, two, you know, hey, you know, you got kids. Right? So just that building that community, introducing yourself, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know mm. what conversations you're going to have to, you know, will come up from that. And that's what I love about street ministry, because you never know when you walk in through street ministry and, and evangelism, evangelizing uh, and doing outreach. I, you, you never know who you're going to talk to and what conversation is going to come up, but that's a beautiful thing about it. So I, I, I love that he shared uh, his heart on that. And uh, come on now, Miami, Miss Dade County, will, will you listen? You, you thought you wasn't going to get it. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were. Yeah, listen, she kept it all the way home, honey. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we praying for our uh, Christian community, the gospel community. Um, when you talk about judgmental and being so judgmental, um, just mm-hmm. because, you know, she was, you know, she has a, a previous uh, life of doing acting and reality TV. She's not doing that no more. So don't just mm-hmm. every time you see her uh, automatically, you know, look down on her and da, 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 da. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all seeing it just wasn't on national TV because y'all doing mm-hmm. stuff too. Stop playing. <laughs> so I love her. No, no, she kept it really. She kept it really 100 with that. With just saying the struggles of that. And uh, she also talked about Dice, which was surprising to me. Um, she she kind of feels that uh, certain uh, people treat her a certain way because right now she's not married. Like she doesn't have a husband. And she kind of feels like, you know, she gets a different response 
she thinks because you know she doesn't have a husband. I'm like, all right, I don't, you know, definitely that's your experience. I don't listen. I'm 23, 23 years uh, married and uh, 20, 28 in the game, so I don't know nothing about it. You're absolutely right. I, I gotta have me somebody, so I don't know. <laughs> no, no, sir, that's a real thing. So yeah, I, until she said it, I didn't, it, I didn't even it, realize it, the value. And now you got to be no. with somebody. You know, I'm just saying. Well, it says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Facts. So, so uh, y'all ladies just need to stay focused on this word, okay? And being pillars in your community, you know, and go and be out there ministering and doing what you're supposed to do, so that he can find you. So, um, everybody ain't supposed to be married, you know. Trust me. Many a disciple said, "Listen, if you get the blessing of not being married, you probably can do more ministry," you know. So it, it, it's two. It's twofold. It's not just about trying to be married. Yeah, everybody ain't gonna get married. Let's keep it real. We have to do a talk on that one day. Everybody ain't gonna be married, and that's how you should <laughs> say it at your church. Don't say it's somebody for everybody. That's a lie, and that's not in the word. So it's not meant for everybody to have a family. God has purpose for everybody, but some people's purpose is for them to be single so they can go be, you know, out there doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, not at home with four or five kids trying to. You know, find the shoes. Like, mm -mm, that's not for everybody. And trust me, that's a different type of ministry. I'll be honest with you. A family and kids and a husband. Uh, that's a whole other, that's some, that's something else. You know what I mean? Like, you focus, you know, like being married ain't easy. So no, I think it ain't, it ain't easy. It ain't for the faint of heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going you gonna to have to submit. And, and it's, it's a humbling experience to have to submit to an actual person. That's very deep ministry. So, um, but we'll talk about it one day because yeah, yeah, we, we, we need to, we need to set that straight. Back. Yeah, no, it is it's different though for women because you're always taught, hey, as you get older, you should have been and found you somebody by now, you know. And people do expect you to have have a man that can lock you down, but that's not that's not the truth for a lot of women. That's why it's three to one, three three ladies to one male right now. So everybody ain't gonna get a husband unless y'all gonna start practicing stuff y'all ain't supposed to. <laughs> Please don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Uh, that's our time. We got to get out of here. Uh, stop playing. Thirsty Thursday tomorrow. You definitely want to tap in. Uh, go out and be great today, kings and queens. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always your answer. Kingdom advancement should always be your goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.